I would have a third fantasy league if anybody would sign up for our league. Well, I mean, how many takers do we have so it's, far? It's not too late. How many takers we got? I mean, plus or minus zero. Plus or minus zero. Welcome to Armchair Radio, your best source for sports news, fantasy tips, and more. I'm Toph. I'm joined by my regular co-host, avid sports fan and fantasy expert, Greg. Hey, Greg. Hey! How's it going, everybody? I don't think people are enjoying your fake enthusiasm. It's not fake. I'm super enthused. I think people appreciate authenticity. I am an authenticity. See, now this is, this is authentic. That opening, hey... No one believes no, that. No, I'm super excited, stoked. Let's do this. Did you say stoked? Stoked, bro. Hey, bro. Let's do this. Oh, no. <laughs> Are you going to be an annoying 80s guy the entire episode? I might. All right. Hey, annoying 80s guy. Hey, how's it going there, Tove? Glad to be on your podcast. Hey, annoying 80s guy, do you have a name? Yeah, sure do, bro. What is it? Michael J. Spader. <laughs> Michael J. Spader. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Is it possible that you're you're mashing together two late 80s intense suspense dramas? I don't know what you're talking about, bro. Less that's my name. Zero and Bright Lights and Big That's City. my name. Look it up. <laughs> Michael J. Spader. Look it up. Hey, Michael J. Spader, could, yeah. you, could you maybe go get Greg so we could finish our show? Sure. Hold on a minute. Hey, come in. Hey, guys. It's Greg. <laughs> yeah, Greg, please join the podcast. Okay. Hold on a minute. Hey, can I borrow this headset? <laughs> hey, Chris. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. Yeah. I'm not normally glad you're here, but right. there happened to be somebody on the show just briefly that was even more annoying than you. <laughs> More annoying than me. I know, hard to believe, right? Yep. Yeah, but it was Why annoying. Why don't you ask my wife if that's the case? <laughs> it was an it was annoying eighties guy, Michael J. Spader. Oh yeah, that guy's super cool. No, he's not. Yeah, I like him a lot. Well, I don't enjoy him uh, as much as you do. Oh. Well, that's yeah. too bad. A lot yeah. of people enjoy him. How many is a lot? A lot. A lot. There's a lot of people who really enjoy Michael J. Spader. Okay, well, I'm not one of them. I'm glad that he's gone. Well, you're the, probably the only one. <laughs> I doubt that's the case. I'm, I'll bet you all of our listeners... All of our listeners? ...are glad that he's gone all and that you're back. All of our listener. Listeners. We have multiple listeners. It's a very small S. It is not. <laughs> it is not. Next! You want to talk football? Let's do this. All right. Let's get into this last week's matchups. All right. I'm having a lot of fun with this, so we're going to do what we did last week, and we're going to start with Cowboys versus Patriots. Oh, not, not again. Yeah, we are. Why are you starting with it? Because it was a great game. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it probably shouldn't have been. What do you mean? I'm saying that the Cowboys dominated pretty much everything, ex- including the penalties. I mean, it was ridiculous how bad, oh, and, the, and the coaching mistakes. I mean, the Cowboys put themselves in this position to really lose the game, and they got lucky by winning it. They didn't dominate the red zone. No, but they dominated 
most of the stats on the page. There's no question about it. As a matter of fact, I don't know if you heard this stat. What stat? The Cowboys are the first road team in NFL history to allow four touchdowns, convert less than 25% of third downs, commit 115 yards worth of penalties, and still win the game. Yeah, I heard that stat. (laughs) It's kind of unbelievable. In NFL history, first time in NFL history. There's no doubt. I mean, like, the Patriots rushing uh, was was better than the Cowboys, I'd say. Other than that, they got dominated all over the place, especially against, you know, C.D. Lamb just freaking went off. Yeah, I did. It doesn't help when you spot them a touchdown, though. Right. When you give them the True. ball on the 35-yard line. True. <laughs> when you go for it. On fourth and they one. They seem to be going for it on every fourth and one. Diggs got his seventh interception of the He did. Of the season. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't get four. Four in the same yeah. game? Now, that's the only thing that would surprise me now. Well, he did tie Rod Woodson's 1993 record of the most interceptions in six games. Correct. Pretty impressive. Yes. So here's another interesting stat. Yeah. So Belichick going into this game was 109-2 and two when leading at the half. Really? Uh-huh. And the Cowboys hadn't beat the Patriots at home since, was it 87? Mm, I, I think it was 87. I didn't hear that. Maybe. Yeah. I think it was 87. And also, this is four home losses in a row for the Patriots. They have not won right. at home this season. Right. They've All their wins have been on the road. Yeah, that's right. All two of them. Right. They're two and four. Yeah. Zerline made a kick at the end, put it into, like he missed one from 51. Way missed it. Yeah. It wasn't even close. That's why I'm like, they're just setting it up for a field goal here, and they're just good with it. And the, the fact that they called a timeout with, like 26 seconds left instead of letting the clock go down. It's another coaching blunder once again. There's always seems to be a coaching blunder when it comes to him. Blunders. Yeah. It's never just one. I'm saying like yeah. at least one in a game. Right. Every single time. The Mike McCarthy co- coaching blunder yes. of the week. Yes. Yeah. It's pretty remarkable. So, yeah, it is. Yeah. Well. And they somehow overcome it, th- these things. But you're not surprised that the and Patriots. Well, how many penalties how many yards of penalty was it 115 yeah it would have been more but connor williams had two had penalties two on one and they on the only, same play, they but only, you have to choose one right yeah which actually helped them win the game because they got a <laughs> on third and 25 they got 24 yards back yes. and then kicked the field goal yep sure wow. did because if they had put two on there it would have been third and 35 that's correct <laughs> yeah right uh-huh. And they wouldn't have been in field goal range at that point. But that's the thing about Bill Belichick is I'm not at all surprised that game was close. They all they scored more points than I thought they would score. But Bill Belichick seems to be able to put together a game plan to slow down a good team. He doesn't often get blown yeah, out. Yeah, but it, okay. Let me ask you this: Last year, you know, they had a bad team. You know, right? This year, they spent all this money in free agency. Did they? Is Belichick as great as he is, is? Is Belichick as great as everybody says he is? Well, he's playing with a rookie quarterback right now. Yeah. So, well, I mean, that's. I mean, he played with with uh, with Tom Brady too. My point is, I think Tom Brady made Bill Belichick better than what he was. Now, Bill Belichick's really, really good, really, really good. But unless he starts showing something without Brady, eh, 
his legacy might not be what it should be. Wow. Okay. Yeah. We'll put that on the record and we'll reevaluate. Put it on the record. I'm not saying that he's a bad coach. I'm just saying he might not be the best of all time. Which is how he's regarded. Yes. Okay. And my point is, could be Brady. Well, I mean, I think in that debate, there are two sides of it, and some people do fall on that side. Yeah. So you might be right. I'm, I'm just saying, it could be. Uh, yeah. Right now, Belichick is really, really good. He knows how to take people out of the game, make games close. He knows how to be that difference maker as a coach, no doubt. But does that make him the best of all time? I don't know. Speaking of the Buccaneers, they beat the Eagles 28-22. to Yep. It really wasn't that close. No, it wasn't. The Jaguars play their second game in a row. Whoa, how about this game? You could say... Maybe the best game of the week? You could say maybe they hosted the Dolphins. Yeah. Because that's kind of their home Uh away from home. Right. It's really funny to see the games out in London because, like, all the spectators are wearing different jerseys. Yeah. Whereas you go to a home game for any other team and most of them are wearing the home team jerseys. Some of them are wearing the away team jerseys and that's it. But like, you'll see like Arizona Cardinal jerseys and Dallas Cowboy jerseys and new England Patriots jerseys in this game with those two teams. I feel badly that that they get that trash matchup. Yes. To represent the NFL. However, this particular game was the last two, games were trash mac- matchups. Well, sure, because it was the Jaguars versus another trash team. It was against the Falcons last right. time. That's right. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're both terrible, and then this week, they're terrible too. <laughs> why, do they, why do we give them our trash? Put, like, a really good game up out there. I think it's a very strange decision. Those people deserve good teams. I agree. Yeah. Packers beat the Bears 24-14. Aaron Rodgers taunts the Bears. After he runs oh in for a touchdown. Oh, my gosh. I effing own you, and then I still own you. And I mean, just repeated, I own you uh-huh. like five times. <laughs> I think you got your point across. What is he, like 22 and five against them? Something like that. Again, it's well documented already on this show that I'm no fan of Aaron Rodgers, but that's kind of funny. Yeah, it is. Now, it he is. claims that was in response when he looked up into the stands that there was a woman giving him the double bird, which is entirely possible. That's how he was justifying that he screamed out, I own you, to the crowd multiple times. (laughs) Maybe she was just a Falcons fan. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. Could be. She was just letting them know, go go Falcons. (laughs) The Bengals are now 4-2. They beat the 0-6 Lions 34-11. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, eh, move on. The Texans get trucked by the Colts, 31-3. to Move on. <laughs> the New York Garretts go down oh hard, gosh. losing 38-11 to to the Rams. There were some really bad games this week. There really were. Yeah. 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 But. Rams just killed them. Makes me so happy. Yeah, I know. You you love Garrett. You, you just love Garrett. The New York Garretts have won one game. Who do you love game. more, Garrett or uh, Rodgers? Oh, I mean, Garrett is my nemesis for sure. Okay. He wasted a decade of our time in Dallas. Okay. I still get angry just seeing him on, on the t- television. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And there's not a bigger nemesis currently in the NFL. For you. For me. I will not be happy until Jason Garrett is out of the league. 
Wow. I don't I don't think that he deserves to be a coach what in the if NFL. He was a, what if he was a janitor for one of the teams? Fine. He could be a janitor. You're okay with that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, as long as he's not on the coaching staff. No coaching. Or the scouting staff. Not even like... Not even like a quarterback coach. No, okay. no. He could be like an admin. He could be a janitor. He could be something that doesn't have to do with coaching or player personnel of any kind. Really? Then yeah. you'd be okay with it. I wouldn't be okay with it, but I would. I'd be you satisfied. You wouldn't be okay yeah. with it. I would have less. If he was a janitor, you wouldn't be okay with it. No, I prefer him to be out of the NFL altogether. Oh my gosh! In fact, I prefer him not to be coaching the sport of football at any level at any position. Wow. Because I don't think he's qualified. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. I think we have your point. Mm-hmm. Yep. My, that's my positioning statement yep. on Jason Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a game that I think shocked everyone. Oh, what's the shocker? Oh, let me guess. Let me guess. Can I guess? Sure. The Ravens. The Ravens dominate the Chargers 34 to 6. And I'll tell you what it was. I know exactly what it was. I wasn't playing against Herbert this week. <laughs> so We'll talk about that um, later. If if I were, he only he threw one interception, one touchdown, and 195 yards. Yep. Whereas when I played against him last week, do you know what? Do you have any idea what what he did last week? He had around 400 yards, didn't he? Passing against the Browns. The Browns. He threw for 398 yards, four touchdowns. He had four rushes for 29 yards, and he <laughs> ran for a touchdown. That's what I went up against. It's a pretty solid week. Instead of this week where he went for 190-something yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Well, we'll talk about that a little bit more later. And they the scored show. a total of six points. <laughs> Yeah. I didn't have them that week, did I? You did not. No. The Cardinals went to Cleveland and didn't have too much trouble with the Browns. They more than doubled them up 37-14. Gosh, that one. I was like, okay. Baker Mayfield apparently gets hurt, and that earns him a new nickname by you. (laughs) We were texting back and forth. Yeah, you said he and got hurt, and now I he's said, back. And I said, I said that, and I said this is like two two times this has happened where he's been rolling around the ground. I got to get these things saying that you know he's rolling around the ground, he's hurt and everything. And you go, what a faker! And then I go, yeah, faker Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to put that on Twitter and, and for that to trend. Faker Mayfield, <laughs> that's what he is. Yeah, he is Faker Mayfield. Every time he gets hurt, and and apparently he was in a sling after the game, though it was just bad shoulder. And oh, I believe he's injured. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But he is Faker Mayfield. He, he, uh, anyone who rolls around like basically they're going to cart him off the field, and he comes back next play, something. I mean, <laughs> come on. So what you're saying is he has a flair for the dramatic. Yes. Yeah, I agree. He with likes that. to come in and try to win the game, being hurt and injured. And, you know, everybody lifts him up over their shoulders and carries him off the field as a hero. By the way, see that? Is he very good? I don't know that we know that yet. I, I know. I know. I think I know. I think he's just okay. He may be. He's been in the league for four years, right? Yeah, but he's also in Cleveland. The Cleveland has a great team around him. They do now. 
about the time he got there, they they had won one game in two seasons. I don't think he's that good. I think he's just okay. My my feeling is he's okay. He's like Derek Carr. Yeah, probably like Derek Carr. Yeah, he's all right. You could do much worse. Yes. Well, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, they're having some luck there. The Las Vegas Raiders go to Denver. And here's your prediction. Mm-hmm. The team, the Broncos. By the way, did they start? 3-0? The Broncos. Yeah, they started. They started three zero against teams that hadn't won a game. They initially play, started with the Giants, the Jags, and the Jets. Uh huh. They played maybe the three then among the pl- three worst teams in the league. Then they played the Ravens, Steelers, and Raiders. And then they've got the Browns next. They're going to continue to slide. And then they have the Cowboys in two in three weeks. Yep. Chargers, mm-hmm. Chiefs. Yep. Raiders again, Chargers, and Chiefs again. Mm-hmm. Those are some losses right there. I'm going to put the over and under at Broncos wins at the end of the season at six. Eh, I could see that. And I might take the under. I was going to say five. I could see that. I was going to say five. They play the Eagles. They play the Lions. They play the Bengals, who are better than them. They're four um, and two. And they play the Washington football team. Yeah, so I'm going to put it at six. Yeah, I could see that. As the over and under. Yeah. Maybe one more, maybe one I think that's. I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. Maybe to play it more like Vegas. Maybe I think I you have a valid point there. I might just set it at six and a half. That would yeah. make it really hard. Anyway, they're going to be well below 500 is yeah. all I'm saying. I'm with you on that. Next. Okay, so Greg. Yes. There was one news story that absolutely exploded immediately after we recorded. Oh, what was it? The person at the center of all of it, John Gruden. Stamos. Oh. No, not, not John Stamos. <laughs> oh. oh. I heard about the John Stamos news. What's the Gruden news? Okay, so there, there's this huge investigation going on right. of the Washington football team. Right. All about the Washington football team. Completely about the Washington football team. Right. It involved the examination of 650,000 emails. Yes. The only major story that comes out of it has nothing to do with Washington. Right. They're clean. Apparently, they're squeaky clean. A massive investigation, right. right? Of multiple years and different improprieties going on in the organization. Right. The only thing that comes out of it is apparently leaked. Right. And there's been some people that are saying we're not happy that something got leaked, but no one really saying anything about investigating the leak. But in any case, I don't know how you can investigate the leak because first of all, don't get me wrong, Gruden should be gone. For stuff he said, right? Okay? Right. There's, there's no doubt. He, you can't coach a team, first of all, with people of the the race and of the um, right. sexual orientation of some people he was making fun of, basically, um, in his in his emails. Well, let me just summarize it. You can't coach a team that way. First of all, one email came. They, one email surfaced. Right. Tony Dungy even commented on it at the halftime show of the Sunday night game. Right. And he said, well, he came out and apologized. He should be forgiven. He shouldn't be fired. Right. Or whatever. And then immediately and after that, well, well, additional emails well, come well, out. Well, what happened was, too, is, is Mark Davis met with him and basically wasn't going to do anything. That's right. And then More all emails. the other emails yes. came out. Which, con- and then which contained... There's nothing Mark Davis could have done at that point. He's like... Yes. Yeah. My point is, yes, it has to happen. But the question is... How did this get leaked? 
Oh no, that, that I mean, aside from the that right. dealing with Gruden, there's two questions remaining. One is because they they make it sound, at least in the latest articles, that they're done with the investigation of Washington. Nothing else is going to come to surface, which is really bizarre given the allegations from a couple of years ago. Right. So the allegations, all the stuff that happened to Washington and the investigation, the only thing that comes out of it is a guy from ESPN gets busted for <laughs> months of... Saying terrible things in emails. Right. So that's really peculiar. And then the leak itself is peculiar. Yes, extremely. M- my guess is is that it's going to go away now. You might. I think it's going to go away. Very well might. Yeah. Which is amazing. It is amazing. Because you know that there's other stuff there. Next. Okay, let's pick some games. Let's do it. First, I'm let's ready look to pick. <laughs> well, let's look back no, on let's this not look, no, let's no, not forget, no, forget no. it. The past no. is in the past. <laughs> let's just forget about it. Look, you've got nothing to be Man. embarrassed about because you've had two weeks where you swept. However, let's talk about those weeks. However, this past week, not so good. Okay. So you and I both went two and three. And if the Cowboys wouldn't have pulled it out against the Patriots then we would have both gone one and four this week. Well, that would put everybody else in an extra loss, too, because didn't everybody pick the Cowboys? Well, yes. However, our listener, Thank you. Tyler, went two and three. Vlado went three and two. Good job, Vlado. And Proud our, of you. And our co-host sub, Harlan McKenzie, went four and one this week. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Wow. And so the records to date, Greg, you're still on the top. At twenty one, barely at twenty one and nine, that's not bad. No, that's great. The co-host subs have now caught up with you. Remember, there was there was a three way tie in the middle. Good job, co-host subs. I'm in fourth place at nineteen and eleven. Not too bad. I don't feel bad about that. No, that's actually good. The listeners are five hundred at fifteen and fifteen. That's the only one I want to beat. <laughs> well, you're you're way out in front of them, so don't worry about it. Okay, so this week again, of of course, you and I and Vlado are picking our co-host subs. Let's do it, Vlado. You and me. Keith Gallo of the Puppet Filmcast is returning as our co-sub to pick this week. And our listener, Brandon Crow. Oh, wow. Brandon mm-hmm. Crow. Yep. Wow. So you ready to pick, Greg? Ready. Chiefs versus Titans. Give me the Chiefs all day long. Okay. I agree, and so did Vlado. Keith took the Titans, and so did Brandon. Nice. I like it. <laughs> I like getting a little edgy. Falcons versus Dolphins. Oh, my gosh. Really? This game? <laughs> yeah. This game's really happening. Oh, my goodness. This is a freaking... This is like... Can we go to the next one and nope. let me figure it out? Nope. Oh, come on. Feet to the fire. Falcons and the... In Miami. Dolphins. Which, statistically, there is no home field advantage. Falcons. Calvin Ridley's back. I didn't think he was back. Eagles versus Raiders. The Raiders. <laughs> I took the Raiders. Vlado took the Raiders. Brandon took the Raiders. Keith took the Eagles. Dang. Colts versus 49ers. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm going with the 49ers. Vlado and I also took the 49ers. Keith and Brandon took the Colts. Okay. Keith and Brandon got a lot of similarities on these picks so far. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next. Saints versus Seahawks. Oh, gosh. Saints. Give me Saints. I took the Seahawks. Brandon took the Saints. 
Vlada took the Saints. Keith took the Seahawks. Okay. Now, if the Seahawks had Russell Wilson, I would be picking them. But just because they're so questionable at quarterback, I I, I got to pick the – I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like the um, – I was going to say, <laughs> you're, you're feeling pretty confident about no, the Saints? No, I just think the Saints are – have a little better offensive coaching uh, and they can make up for that. You have two very good coaches. Yeah, but I think the offensive coaching ability of Sean Payton, he makes up for that badness of quarterback. Yeah. And I don't think his quarterback is as bad as Geno Smith. Well, I want to put this on record. I initially put the Saints, and I changed it to the Seahawks. I can see that. So we'll see if that was a bad decision to switch my And where pick. is it, by the way? It's in Seattle. Yeah, see, that doesn't make a difference. There's no doubt. A reminder to the listener, if you are listening and you'd like to pick games with us, then just reach out to us on Twitter at Team Armchair or email us at armchairradio at gmail.com and come pick games with us. Or if you want to be part of our fancy league. Yeah, or. Yeah, yeah. too. Don't forget about that. That's right. Reach out to us. Yeah, we're going to get that going pretty soon. Right. Next. Okay, Greg, it's time. It's time for what? Let's talk fantasy. Finish this off? Let's talk fantasy. How did you do this past week? Wow. <laughs> I don't know about the listeners. This is my favorite part of the episode. Why? It just is. You like to see, just see me just mad? No, I just like to learn. I like to learn from you. You need to come over some Sunday when I'm screaming at the TV. <laughs> you have never invited me Maybe to I come over and watch football. Over. Would you come over? Yes. Okay. You've never once invited me to come over and watch football with okay. you. Well, maybe we'll have that done soon. Okay. Okay. I have two DVs set up right next to each other. One of them's usually on a game. The other one's on the red zone. <laughs> okay, fine. But how, how did you do this week? Well, you received a few texts from me on I something. Did. Can you mind breaking them out and well, reading them? They weren't positive, I'll say that. You weren't pleased. Right. You were unhappy in your texts. I, I wasn't very happy. You know, <laughs> because I just don't understand how this happens to me. So the first text you sent me was about Baker Mayfield. Yeah. That's when we gave him the nickname Faker Mayfield. Faker Mayfield. <laughs> right. Which really should catch on. It really should. Yeah. And then you sent me one that said, and this was as CeeDee Lamb was running into the end zone. Yeah. That's, that's where it started. That's where it that's started. That's where it started. He was running into the end zone Correct. in overtime so the Cowboys could beat the Patriots. And you said, of course, I played against CeeDee Lamb. Who was, the? I believe, the top scorer in fantasy this week? <laughs> he had like 129 yards. And, and last week, I went against the top scorer. Yes. Justin Herbert. Yeah, who got so. four touchdowns. So today, he said today he did nothing. He got five, actually. He got four throwing and one rushing. So really, five. So I went on and described what my season's been like. Yeah, right? you said you played Sullivan, who scored the most points he scored all year this week. Last week, he played Tyler, who did the same. Right. <laughs> and then he said, three weeks ago, I played Cooley, who scored, this, scored his second highest score of the year. Right. And then he said, five weeks ago, I played Waxler, who scored the most he scored this year. Right. So this is after this week, I'll have the most points scored against in the entire league. Yes. <laughs> and I will be two and four. <laughs> two and it's four. ridiculous. How are you two and I four? Started, I'm, I'm I amazed st- you're two and four. Huh? I'm amazed you're two and four. I know. It's, that's pretty impressive, actually. It is. And that, now that's my, that's my main league. Okay. 
Now, the other league, which is the PPR league, the full point PPR league, I actually started out 0-4 in that league. Oh, that's still, that, yeah. Still had like a high percent chance of making the the, the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I've won two in a row now in that league. Wow, so you're now, two I don't four care there as much about that league as I do the one that I just mentioned. But so, so hang on a second. Hang on a second. All right. I just want to establish something for the purpose of the show. Okay. So you're the person who is the sports expert and the fantasy expert on this show. You were combined four and eight in your two leagues. Yeah. <laughs> and the one that's giving out fantasy tips each week. Correct. Okay. All right. Correct. I just want to. I, I want to. It's kind of hard when you can't control who you're playing against. <laughs> okay. Like I, I even discussed like, because like multiple times I would have been the second highest scorer in the entire league, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm playing against the guy who just scores the most. And then I, one of the guys always goes, well, your teams play better defense than Greg. <laughs> I'm like, Shut your freaking ass. <laughs> Shut your ass. Yes. I don't want to hear your crap come out of your ass. All right. Well. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous, honestly. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. So, All right. Well, in spite of that, can you muster up a fantasy tip or two for our listeners? Yes. <laughs> okay. My number one tip. Apparently, don't listen to me. <laughs> no, that was your tip That's in week one. one. That tip. was your tip in your of our very first episode. Was it? Don't listen to anyone. Well, no, this is don't listen to me. You specifically. Yes. Okay. It has nothing to do with anyone else. Maybe they should listen just, to Chase. Just don't listen to it. Yeah. Listen to Chase because Chase is so freaking <laughs> smart. He knows everything. <laughs> I know. I'm dumb. I'm a moron. I don't know about all that, but you are four and eight. I am. That's a fact. Three years in a row, though, I went to the Super Bowl in both leagues. Three years in a row. Mm -hmm. I lost both Super Bowls the first year. Mm -hmm. Won both the second year. Mm -hmm. And the third year, I won and lost. Okay. So. Me, personally, I think you're more than qualified to be in the position you're in. It's not easy to get in the Super Bowl. No, it's not. For sure. It's not. Okay, well, let's finish up with a fantasy tip. Or tips. Or tips? Yeah, you've given. Two, I think you've given at least two tips. I each gave week. you one just a minute ago. Don't listen to me. Okay. Well, and number two, I would say one of the biggest things right now in fantasy football is running backs getting injured. You got Nick Chubb who's been hurt. He got put on IR, and Kareem Hunt apparently. By the way, just so everyone knows, Kareem Hunt played against me this week. But then afterwards, now he's going on IR. Okay? <laughs> so just so everybody knows this. Glad you get such, you enjoy this so much. I'm having trouble so, deciding if I get more glee out of Jason Garrett's failure or your failure. Yeah, yeah, I know. Right now in my head, it's tied. I'll let you know in future episodes. I appreciate that. Okay. Um, so he goes, so, so my point is there's so many running backs getting injured right now. If there's someone on your waiver wire that's a running back and you've got a spot on your bench and he's like, even if he's not up now, right? Let's say there's a really strong running back ahead of him and his backup's good, but just doesn't get the chance right now. Let's say A.J. Dillon, right? Of course, I have Aaron Jones. I don't have A.J. Dillon. But A.J. Dillon, if Aaron Jones gets hurt, somebody else in my league has 
A.J. Dillon. But if Aaron, Aaron Jones gets hurt, A.J. Dillon's going to be a workhorse and score a ton of points. Mm-hmm. So you need to look at those guys on your wave wire. Even if the main guy isn't hurt right now, put a guy on your bench. Next man up in the be- running back position. Because, yeah, because there's so many running backs getting injured right now. It's ridiculous. And instead of having to fight for him, maybe in a week or two if somebody gets hurt, you'll ha- maybe you'll have him on your bench and you'll be like, hey, I just put him here, you know, before the game started. I put him here before the game started in case something happens. All of a sudden, you got a starting running back for the rest of the year. That's my tip. I think that's a great tip. Oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. In spite of your 4-8 record. Okay. <laughs> okay. You have to throw that out again. Greg, that's all we have for today on this edition of Armchair Radio. Tune in next week for more. Some brief credits before we go. Are you telling me to tune in next week for more? Or yeah, you, yeah you, oh. should tune in. Okay. you should tune in. Find us on Twitter by searching at Team Armchair. The number for the hotline is 405-785-0355. If you like the show, tell your friends. Please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Armchair Radio is a proud member of the Podfix Network. For more information, go to podfixnetwork.com or search at Podfix on Twitter. Thank you to our friend Phil Root for our custom logo. Till next time, I'm Tove. He's Greg. And this is Armchair Radio, a Gravity Beard production. See you later, everybody. Again, with the f- you're, you're the faker. I am not. I'm not faker. You have fakers. It's real. It's real. My love for the for the listener is real. It's never been fake. Um, what movie was Michael J. Fox in that was like less than zero? Doc Hollywood? No. It's um, ridiculous. Teen Wolf? Okay, now you've completely ruined it. <laughs> I can't wait till I until you identify the movie that Michael J. Fox was in that was similar to Less Than Zero. <laughs> I, might, I might Google that.